0: Welcome back everyone to Watching Up. We're glad you're here. I'm Michelle.
1: And I'm Rachel.
0: Welcome back. What's up? Another week. <laughs>
1: another plethora of things to talk about. I know. So much happened this week. I know. It feels like it's been like a long time since we It talked. does. It does
0: feel like uh, it's been more than one week. Yeah, so I guess technically it has been, but it's been just an extra day. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but but it feels like an eternity. You've been on a journey. You've been to hell and back. (laughs) I went to hell and looked Satan straight in the eye, and I
0: said, "Not today."
1: And I came back. My guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, um, I did have my surgery. Well, she lived.
1: She lives, and she's.
0: (laughs) Not thriving, but she will be again one day. <laughs> um, I've been on one foot for the past week and I'm actually weaning myself off the pain pills today, mm. which I kind of thought about like maybe I should wait till tomorrow so I could be like more fun for this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's lucid. But I
0: figured, I mean, if my leg's not really hurting anymore, I probably shouldn't be taking the pain meds. So. Yeah yeah I mean executive decision so you just stalk.
1: stopped cold turkey today
0: no I like was weaning off like when I first got out they were like the bottle which it's I, I think it's basically like Vicodin was like so you can take these up to four times a day every six hours yeah that makes sense and <laughs> just did quick math right there um <laughs> and so I was doing that for about like but like right when I got out for like three days and then I like cut, I cut out the one that I was taking like in the middle of the night because I was like waking up at like 2am to take one. So I cut that one out and then after a couple of days I just went to two and then today I just didn't take one. When I woke up, I might take one when I go to sleep depending on how I feel, but
1: yeah. I remember it helping me sleep, so it, if yeah. you're going to take it, that's a good time to do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just become like I
1: cannot sleep without my face.
0: <laughs> but I can yeah, see how they real. do become like addicting because you yeah. just feel like we <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just feel like everything's gonna be
1: fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah yeah. Um, are you missing your live-in nurse (laughs) yeah mom left
0: um it was really nice having her here um but she left on thursday last thursday um like a couple days after the surgery but yeah it was nice just having not that, like, my husband's doing a good job, but there's just nothing like a mother's
1: love. <laughs> Someone's got to bring home the bacon.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and fry it in the pan, because... Yeah.
1: <laughs> what did y'all do for 24 hours a day?
0: <laughs> um. Well, I tried to sleep as long as possible, Um. just to, like... <laughs> just to like get through some hours Mm -hmm. and then we'd always like have breakfast and watch the today show and she'd make me like go outside in the sunshine (laughs) (laughs) which I hate (laughs) and then uh, just like make lunch make dinner watch tv like there's literally nothing you can do what did um, you watch we watched a bunch of stuff i started playing like the mindy project for her because i think i thought she would think it was funny and she did Good. Um, uh what else we watched like the beauty and the beast live
1: action version oh yeah i forgot about that how was it
0: that was good i was trying to catch up on that was it the the emma yeah emma watson one um because it was just on so i was like this is good uh, I was trying to catch up on Abbott Elementary because I'm really far behind and I know she likes that show. So mm-hmm. she was like, every time that one came out, she's like, oh, I've seen this one. I'm like, yeah. well, I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> I mean, I
1: think you've seen them all, Mom. <laughs> yeah. And she would like
0: go take Bo, our dog, for a walk and like get out of the house and go run some errands. So she, oh, she did some yard work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: put her to work yeah no i didn't
0: ask her she was just like i gotta get my energy out i was like i understand i i wish i could too <laughs> so yeah it was just nice having her around so i miss whole mm-hmm. um getting That's better nice. every day getting stronger feeling
1: stronger every day
0: one more week Of no weight, and then I can go back to the doctor Mm -hmm.
1: and start hopefully walking again. So, you go fingers crossed next Wednesday.
0: Yeah, next Wednesday.
1: Nice. I won't
0: really have an ankle update next week yet.
1: Oh, once she's back on her feet, it's over for you, hoes. (laughs) Listen, you better. I miss going to the gym,
0: I miss going walking outside, I miss going to Target. (laughs) I miss leaving my house in general. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think this is the longest I've gone without like getting an actual workout. I've thought about just getting my dumbbells and people are going to be like, well, you should like and do like arm (laughs) workouts with (laughs) it. But I'm like, how do I get my dumbbell from this room into the other room? (laughs) Have Nick bring it to you. I know, but I keep forgetting so you to ask you. do him. your curls. <laughs> so I can just, like, be shaped like a triangle by the yeah. end <laughs> It's going
1: to be gonna, hot. You don't know, have, like, Popeye arms. Yeah, I'm going to be jacked. But
0: still trying to keep on the Weight Watchers because, like, my my basic instinct when I'm just, like, laying around is to eat everything because
1: I'm mm-hmm. bored. Mm-hmm. So it's been a struggle. Board eating yeah. is the only way.
0: It's <laughs> my life. It's, safe. <laughs> it's my only joy in life. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think you had a much more exciting weekend than I did.
1: I did a couple things
0: the three B's
1: <laughs> barbecue, brook club, and
0: brofiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the 3 Bs everyone should live by. <laughs> you guys know the 3 Bs. <laughs>
0: Tell us about your barbecue adventure.
1: Well, I had a talk about book club first because it happened Mm. first. Um, I had it last week. And so we picked this book that I was so confident about. It's called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I've like seen it everywhere. And everyone has it like at the top of their list for like best of the year. Book talk is like a buzz about this book. And we've been having some trouble lately. Just like we haven't been choosing like very very good books. I don't know why, like they all come recommended by like the internet, but like none of us end up really liking them. And so this one I was like, okay, this has to be good. Like literally everyone I've heard talk about it says it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately I did not read very much of it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> did the you read girls, the
0: spark notes?
1: <laughs> I read like the first three chapters. Uh-huh. Um, And still at that point I was kind of just like, I never was like in the mood to really pick it up or anything like that which is not anything new but you know sometimes there's those books that like you really want to like pick up and get to know what happens um Mm -hmm. but this one I just wasn't feeling that and I was like maybe it probably just gets better like further into the book or whatever but basically at our meeting like all the other girls had either finished it or almost finished it and nobody was like obsessed with it and I was like what the heck wait did you pick it we all kind of agreed on it because we're all like oh yeah I've heard like so much about that book and
0: so is um, it normal? And like, I've been in a couple of book clubs, but they were like so short lived, like we would only get through like one book and then disband and like <laughs> never <laughs> never see each other again just kidding but like is it normal to like have people come to the book club who haven't finished the book or read the book
1: yeah yeah we always like encourage people to come even if they haven't because it's Mm -hmm. just like an excuse to like hang out basically we probably spend like 20 like 15 20 minutes actually talking about the book and then just like go off on tangents about other stuff yeah but yeah I mean I've just been in a reading rut and I haven't found the right book to get me out of it I was hopeful that this would be it, but it wasn't. And Mm so um, we were discussing and somebody threw out the idea of I think they knew somebody who had done this before, but doing like a podcast club where we all listen to the same podcast and then like meet to discuss it. So I was like, that sounds a lot more up my alley because that's like all I do all day is listen to podcasts. (laughs) They can listen to our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Y'all want to discuss watching up. (laughs) My
0: husband was in a club once where they read a book, listen to a podcast, listen to an album, watched a movie—so many things all, all at in once. the same month. Yeah, like, and I was like, that is way too much to <laughs>
1: commit to. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I mean, maybe trying to be like the intellectual club. I think. <laughs> They're trying to be well-rounded. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, it's a lot it's a lot
1: yeah I mean I think podcast sounds fun especially because I don't listen to a whole lot of like narrative podcasts so that would be at least something different for me mm-hmm. um yeah but, same. I don't listen to any um but yeah that was and obviously like if anyone out there loves this book don't come for me because I didn't finish it so I can't talk about my opinion on it <laughs> but yeah I was but I feel like, like I
0: felt <sighs> that way like about every book that I've been assigned in like book club. Like I'll finish and I'll be like, that was fine. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for like I like memoirs and stuff. I think more than like yeah, I like memoirs sometimes.
1: Too. But it's like when you find a good fiction book, it's like so fun to read.
0: Yeah, no, that's the thing. They're like kind of like lightning in a bottle, but they yeah. only they're not
1: a dime a dozen. You have to really right, and for you them. have to like it's just annoying to have to like read part of it just to be like okay I'm not into this and I have a hard time with that like not finishing things I'm trying to be better about it because it's like you're just wasting your time at that point but just being okay
0: with not finishing
1: it yeah I'm kind of like my brain is more like, you need to, if you start it, you have to finish it. <laughs> I'm just like, no. <laughs> so I think that's what I'm going to do with this book. I mean, nobody had enough good things to say about it to make me want to finish it. So I might just call it. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm need tapping You need to give yourself out. permission to call it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So um This weekend, I also the second B was barbecue.
0: (laughs) The B stands for barbecue.
1: I um, here in Austin, there's this place called Franklin Barbecue that's like super famous and is just kind of like an attraction almost. Like people come here and they have to like go get Franklin Barbecue and try it out. But there's always like a super long line, so Mm -hmm. um, I had never had it just because I'm like I'm not trying to go by myself to. Wait in line for like hours <laughs> at a time. Yeah. But uh, one of the gals in book club uh, actually lives right across the street from it. And so she was saying that her and her fiance were um, going to do kind of like a tailgate style, like waiting in line um, for barbecue on Sunday and I was like cool like that's kind perfect a excuse yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if I'm gonna Make try it, it, it might as well <laughs> do it now yeah yeah so we ended up um going and waiting in line we got in line at like nine and we were not too far down the line but we like weren't at the front of it so there was already a line forming at that point and they don't open till 11 so um like so with, we got, do you know when the
0: people at the front like got there
1: I think I heard somebody say that they got there at, like six. Oh my god God. Like people are crazy <laughs> Why? <laughs> just everybody
0: I, make a pact to not show up Until yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I honestly like I think we got there At just the right time because we were Towards the front enough to like Pretty much be guaranteed to like get What we wanted mm-hmm. and that's the other thing Is like once they're out they they're out well, Like yeah. yeah so yeah we got there at 9 They open at 11 and then you end up You know it takes a while for people to get through the line So I think we ended up finishing eating around Like 1 so so it was like a four-hour four. extravaganza. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, we had like drinks and snacks and chairs and stuff. So it was, you know, the time went by really fast. And so and yeah. How was the food? It was really good. Like it and lived up to the hype? I think so, yeah. I am not like a big like meat person, mm-hmm. but I do like good like barbecue. And so I usually just stick to brisket and their brisket was like Very very good, like just like fell apart type of tender. And I actually ate a pork rib, which I haven't. I don't think I've had a rib. rib. I don't
0: think I've ever eaten
1: that. Yeah, I I don't think I've had a rib since I like mom like forced me to eat it when we were kids. She did. Yeah, she used to make ribs, and I was like, I don't want this. And she was like, You have to. Um, But yeah, that I was surprised because the ribs were actually like my favorite meat that we just got. Just the way
0: they were seasoned or like the texture or what was it? Yeah,
1: I guess it was just all of the above. I mean, pork like, is good. Like, can't lie. When it's made well. I you just mean. never have it. But now I'm going to be going to Franklin every weekend. No, just <laughs> just get there at six. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be first. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I would say, I mean, I can't because I don't know, like I don't have other weekends I've been to like compare it to but I think nine was like a good time to get there Mm -hmm. um just come bring some bring some coolers and chill out have have a ball
0: so there's a space like were you in the street or were you on the sidewalk or like there's no it goes like
1: yeah that has like they have like a deck so, like, the line starts on the deck and then goes down, like, back towards their parking lot. So, mm-hmm. you're not in, like, the road where cars are driving or anything. But <laughs> yeah, <would> <laughs> but you're, like... Yeah, there's like a side part of the building that they wrap around um, and they have like their whole system. Like there's a point where somebody will come down the line and just kind of like ask you what you're planning on getting just so they can give you like an estimate as to whether you'll get what you want or not. So yeah, I heard him like towards the back of the line. I could hear him being like, we can't guarantee this, blah, blah, blah. But and at that point, people can either just like hop out of the line or just be like, we'll just take what we can get <laughs> kind Sorry. of thing. How are the sides? Because that's what I always Ooh, the. Potato salad was really good. Really? Actually I they all all the sides. They salad. do they do potato salad, coleslaw and beans, pinto beans, and they we were all really orange. good.
0: I do like good barbecue. Can't yeah. lie. I can't lie.
1: But yeah, I was thinking back cuz we went to what is it, Pecan Lodge in mm-hmm. Dallas, and I was kind of like trying to remember because I re- I remember really liking Pecan Lodge and mm-hmm. I think I don't remember exactly, but I think I might have liked their brisket better. Than Franklin.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of good barbecue spots in Tejas
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like a good barbecue every once in a while. But <laughs> I can't lie, I was like feeling real you sluggish feel so the rest of the day. Slow. Like afterwards, <laughs> yeah. you feel like, what have I done? Yeah, I was like the whole rest of the day. I was like, I hope this passes by tomorrow <laughs> because I feel like I'm about to Hopefully die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, just like I don't eat meat on a very regular basis. So I feel like my body's just like, what the? <laughs> I feel like you're almost
0: like a weekday vegetarian. Kind of oh, yeah. Kind of yeah.
1: I don't really cook because I cook during the week every mm-hmm. week. And I don't really like to cook with meat. So that's kind of like, yeah, just by default. I don't really eat meat during the week. So, yeah. but yeah, it was a good time. It's a cute little outing. Yeah, definitely. And it was nice because. Because we could like go to their apartment if we like needed to use the restroom or like needed oh, like refills clutch. on water and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's like, like yeah, the best was, way to do it. It was clutch. Take a but... break, <laughs> take a nap on your couch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs>
0: And I know you wanted to tell me about your bra fitting and there's something that I'm going to be shook about. (laughs) I was simply shook,
1: (laughs) simply shook to my core.
0: (laughs) I need to hear about this process because I think I need to do it as well.
1: Yeah. I think that literally every person with breasts needs to do it. Every person who like chooses to wear a bra needs to do it because literally I knew like I knew that my bras didn't fit, but I just like wore them because that's what I had (laughs) (laughs) like that's just the size that I always wore yeah so what prompted this is I actually watched a video on uh, one of the girls I follow on YouTube did a whole like video about her and her colleagues like going to get a bra fitting Mm -hmm. and just the way that this person explained it was like so different than I think I had 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 one bra fitting in my life when I was like 15 at like Victoria's Secret yeah and when I heard this woman on the video like talking about it I was like that's definitely not how they did it (laughs) when I was 15 yeah I think they (laughs) (laughs) did it very wrong yeah (laughs) and so I was like okay well like I want to get new bras and I want them to fit so I'm just gonna go get a fitting like a professional fitting so I went to this place in Austin called petticoat fair and it's just like it's like a locally owned place but it was the only place I could find that like did actual like professional bra fittings like had fitters on staff and it had good reviews so I was like okay I'll just go here Um, do you have to pay for the fitting? Yeah. So there's like a, it was a $30 fee, but if you buy a bra that day, they'll waive it. Oh, okay. And if you don't, they'll sense. just credit it towards your account. So if you come back, it'll be like $30 off your bra or whatever purchase you make. Mm-hmm. So um, I went and I got fitted and I left there with a bra <laughs> in the size 32 triple D.
0: What? (laughs) Are you crazy?
1: I've been wearing 34B for my entire life. 34
0: triple D, isn't that, would that be like the same as like, wait, 32 triple D, 34 double D, 38D, or or like those cups are all the same?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think that's what they were explaining in the video. I need to go back and watch it to like commit to memory, like the, the scale or whatever it is. But yeah, like she was explaining just like how it's more about like the distribution of your breast tissue, like where it lies on your body, that determines like your cup size rather than like the volume of it. I guess. Oh my gosh,
0: if you're triple D, then I'm like, <laughs> I feel like a letter that's not even in the English. <laughs> not in the like, what I'm scared now, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was literally like shook and she brought me an E to try on. Yeah. I was like, I never in my life, and I know like it's so, after it's explained to you, like it sounds a lot bigger than it actually is, but mm-hmm. just seeing that letter. And so the like, one oh you got, it, you love it? Yeah. It fits like perfectly. Oh my God. Yeah. Correct. Isn't that crazy? What is
0: the brand of the one you got?
1: It's Natori Oh yeah. Those are good. They have those yeah. at Nordstrom. Yeah. So I ended up leaving just with like a regular. T shirt bra, but um, now that I know my size, I want to order like because like my preference is like not padded, just underwire. Yeah, so, me too. Um, I want to order like a, a new one for because I didn't really like the styles that they had other than this one I got. So they are saying,
0: okay, when you go shop for bras at any brand, that's the size you should get.
1: They're gonna be different, that's the right. Thing. So, like, what, what do you do? I mean, it just gives you a ballpark, I guess, to start in. But if I guess if I'm ordering them. Them, I would just order a few sizes and return mm-hmm. the ones that don't work because most like lingerie brands will let you return it if it's not right. worn but well, you just have
0: to try them out Yeah, I wonder if there's like a matrix somewhere like you know how there, there's this matrix online where you can put in your like foundation color in like mm-hmm. a L'Oreal like I wear yeah, L'Oreal yeah, yeah. this color like what should I yeah. buy in
1: this brand if I want to try mm-hmm. this brand like there should be one for bras for some too. sites do have that I saw it because I was shopping after I forgot what side I was on, but they did have that because mm-hmm. I could put in like, I am a 32 triple D in Notori, and then it would tell me like what size I should get in this specific bra I was looking at. Yeah. So it's wow. just like big such, news. Such a <laughs> grueling, like, I hate, 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 hate shopping for bras. Damn. It's like one of my top things that I hate shopping for.
0: I know. I feel like I have so many, and they're all just like slightly off. Like, I don't have yeah. one that I feel like is like, yes, this is the perfect fit um, and that's
1: why i finally wanted to like go get it fitted because i was like i'm done like i'm so sick of guessing and like feeling like oh this cup fits me but the band is too big or vice versa or whatever it's yeah. just like so annoying well, but i'm happy for you and distressed <laughs> for <myself. laughs> you have to go get one now and report back oh no, because
0: i'm gonna be like my size is a million <laughs>
1: Z. <laughs> Triple Z. Triple no. Z. <laughs>
0: not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just like not I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for that right now. But um wait till your,
1: your ankle heals and then we can talk about it. Wait till it. I'm
0: whole again and then I can break myself down again. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah but yeah so the three b's that's a good weekend i like it a, you did it something good... you got something done the profiting. i accomplished you tried something new the
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you socialized and i enriched my mind yeah. with the book club yeah, <laughs> yeah you're very
0: well-rounded
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing my best <laughs> just doing my
0: best out here all right. Well, that is awesome. I love that. But we have a lot to talk about this week. First up, the SAG Awards were on Sunday.
1: Yes. Screen Actors
0: Guild, where all the actors come together and tell each other how good of <laughs> actors they are. <laughs> um, actually, okay, so let's talk a little bit about how this was different. I don't think I've ever watched the SAG Awards live before. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I watch. Yeah, I
1: usually watch every year. Well, it's but... not
0: usually. As readily available. I think you kind of have to like search it out online or something because it so what happened this year was Netflix acquired the rights to the SAG awards. They didn't Mm -hmm. have the infrastructure set up like right away to offer streaming, it streaming live on the Netflix app, but they streamed it live on Netflix's official YouTube channel. So you're able to kind of go on YouTube and kind of stream it that way. First of all, this is the first award show I've ever watched that didn't have commercials. Yeah. Which was, was so riveting.
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved it <laughs> so much. Everything about everything about this was like everyone else needs to take notes. Cause- yes. That's what I was is thinking about too. To, it's about to change. It's about <laughs> to change
0: the landscape of how yeah. we watch award shows. No commercials. We were in and out in a little bit over two hours.
1: Just a tad. I was, I like looked at my clock and I was like, oh my god!" I gosh. think it was when from they n- were,
0: 7 to like 9.15. Like and not it was, even. It was like 9.05 yeah. or something
1: 905. like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was like really quick, but I didn't feel like they skipped
1: anything important. And they didn't play anybody off.
0: They didn't. Yeah. They didn't cut any of the speeches off. And. And like instead of like commercials when they were like readjusting the stage and stuff, they would play like these like vintage clips from the SAG Awards like mm-hmm. of years past. And it was just so cute. Like it was enjoyable to watch like the breaks too, as well as the show. Yeah. So I was loving it. And they didn't have I was a host. Too. They didn't have any like weird, like unfunny gags. Or I mean like the presenters would come out and like tell a little joke, but it wasn't like anything over the top it was just like let's get the program going and I really really (laughs) I really liked it yeah Um,
1: I liked it as
0: well I think all award shows should go to streaming
1: (laughs) yeah same like literally same and I don't know I'm always on the team of like make your show make it for the people who want to be there like you know like don't Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't necessarily think they should focus as much on catering to the people who aren't Like film fans because I know that they do. Yeah. I know that they do because they want the like the viewers, but um I'm always just like nobody's forcing these people. Let it be a niche. And that's yeah, let it be a
0: niche. Like people who are fans will seek it out, and then you only have people that are gonna probably enjoy. (laughs) Like, you Mm -hmm. know, you're not gonna have as much criticism because like if you're not a fan of these actors, if you're not a fan of the movies, then you probably Mm -hmm. aren't gonna
1: tune in and that's okay. Right. Yeah, and so if you move to streaming like it takes away the pressure from these like sponsors or whoever's advertising during the slot it takes away the pressure from the networks it's like it kind of relieves a little bit of that mm-hmm. so like obviously they still want to get the numbers and the viewers but it's it's not I feel like they won't be as like beholden to the powers that be yeah you oh, know? another thing was they didn't bleep out like curse words Yeah. Um, which I I mean not that, that I, I love
0: that so much no, <laughs> like not that I'm like yes I want to hear everybody curse but it's like when they have the delay on the live broadcast and then they try to bleep out the word and then they end up bleeping out more than just the, the word and word. you kind of miss like what they're trying to say it's like yeah. always like a five second like silence and you're like what are they even saying like I know you don't want to hear the word but it's like it's just like you're not getting like the meat of what they're trying to say or like even the funniest parts sometimes get like cut out for the
1: yeah broadcast and you're like I missed the punchline like right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah right so um, let's talk fashion. Who did you, whose like looks did you Ooh. love?
1: Oh, there were several that I really liked. The ones that come to mind first, I really loved Megan Fahey's like white skin tight like cut out dress. An she looked amazing. Yeah. I thought that she looked really good. Yeah. And also Jenny Slate. She um, was like my
0: top. I loved that yeah, dress so much. Me too. Yeah, it was like an, a black, but kind of like 80s inspired with like a bedazzle bra. Mm-hmm piece yeah like, like, like
1: the bottom part of it was just like a classic like black dress and yeah. then there was like that bedazzled like bra detail sticking yeah on, which I, I really loved. really really loved that i was like that's something that i would wear probably uh-huh. <laughs> yeah and then i really like i thought that james marsden looked really good he was wearing like a baby blue like uh-huh. suit he always looks good
0: um i loved austin butler's suit oh yeah his i 30s. thought the tailoring was
1: Mm -hmm. real good on that one loved it and then um
0: Zendaya I didn't love her Mm -hmm. red carpet dress as much but I liked the dress she changed into for the I agree yeah the red carpet was pretty it just wasn't like giving as
1: much as I think the other one was yeah she looked amazing I mean she looked amazing and she looks amazing in anything and I I love her little bob hair that I loved it too and her makeup she had like the twiggy like bottom lashes drawn on Mm -hmm. she looked great and um I just thought of somebody and now I forgot. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I liked um,
0: Quinta Brunson's dress. I thought she looked really cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, everybody you know looked good. I, I didn't think anybody looked bad. There wasn't loved, any standout um, that I was like, ooh, that's a mistake.
1: I loved everything about Amanda Seyfried's look except for the tailoring of her dress. I don't think I was saw her. Bad. What is she wearing? <gasps> she looked great. She. I don't know who designed it, but she was wearing like kind of like a mod style emerald green like satin dress. Mm-hmm. I think it it had some sort of like train on it but it was short and then she had a very much like mod like ponytail hair and maybe really we should cute. post
0: like these outfits on our Instagram or something
1: yeah we'll post, we'll post them, them so on our Instagram so them. you can go look but um
0: <laughs> yeah the fashions were fashioning and then we can get into like the winners I feel like the big winner of the night was everything everywhere all at once yeah it swept pretty much I think best supporting actress best supporting actor best, actress, best Best drama right best picture or ensemble ensemble cast yeah Mm -hmm. ensemble cast in a film yeah we can get into that um Jamie Lee Curtis beat out um her co-star Stephanie Hsu she beat Carrie Condon oh she
1: was the person I was thinking of I wanted to mention oh yeah Sue I loved her dress she looked really good um what do you think about Jamie Lee Curtis (laughs) taking home that award um that was a surprise genuinely like I didn't think that she was gonna win um I'm happy for her that she got an award, but I'm also like, I don't even really think that she should be nominated for an Oscar. I honestly, I kind of, um, feel the I would same much way. prefer, I would much prefer if one of the two of them were going to be there. I would prefer Stephanie Sue to be there. Yeah. But agree. I mean, so like fun. out of, I don't know. <laughs> out of like all the
0: supporting performances in that movie, I wouldn't have said like Jamie Lee Curtis was like no. the standout. No,
1: <laughs> I was thinking about this today because while Watching all of the like clips that they played from that movie in like montages and stuff like that, it really just like magnified to me like how much I don't remember from it. Mm -hmm. Because I saw it so long ago. And I'm just like, I honestly don't remember like any of this. But the things that stick out to me are obviously Michelle Yeoh's performance and then Stephanie Su's performance and then Ki Wei Kwan's performance. Mm -hmm. And then everything else is kind of just like blurry in my memory. Yeah. And so those are the things. That like, I those are the people that I like want to be awarded for it, yeah. No, agree.
0: And I was super, super happy that Michelle Yeo won because I feel like now I'm almost like I don't want to like jinx it, but I'm almost positive she'll win the Oscar after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, i, sh- I should <laughs> not loud, on but I think next week we should do like our predictions because it'll yeah, be like we'll right have before, a, right?
1: We'll have an Oscar's predictions uh but like
0: her, her speech is great. Yue Kwan's speech is great. He seems like sweetest man. I love know. him. Um and then when they went up to um accept the ensemble cast award and they let um James Hong speak who mm-hmm. is an, so mm, that was my favorite part of the night. He's 94 years old. He's been acting yeah. since he was in his 20s. So I almost 70 years. He said his first movie was with Clark Gable. Yeah. I, like I was shook <laughs> and I I like known I've seen him in so many things like he's one of those people that kind of pops up yeah and um you're just like oh that guy but you don't really know who he is or like what his story is right and it was just it was just so beautiful to give him that moment and like right he and didn't get cut back, off yeah that
1: goes back to the streaming thing is like yeah. he talked for like five plus minutes yeah just about like his career <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was just up there just like chatting basically and everyone was but also it up saying because yeah. you're like
0: oh he has stories like I want to hear like yeah. oh, yeah he, he was say. saying like
1: very important things yeah. where it would have been like really not a good look to cut him off in that moment right but he he was it's not like he had something written down or anything like that he was just kind of like off the off the dome yeah but he i can't believe he's 94 like he seems so 94 96 yeah. 94 94 yeah he was like dancing yeah he, was like yeah
0: he was an icon he's very a sharp, legend yeah. star
1: we stand um if yeah, you haven't so
0: it, if you didn't watch i would recommend like looking up his little speech yeah it was good
1: and so even more than like the best actress category that kind of I'm not gonna say solidified in my mind but you know all but solidified their best picture win for me same
0: which fingers crossed I would like to see it but yeah yeah I'll I'll be happy if they win for sure yeah um because it's just kind of nice to see like a movie get the accolades that is kind of different you know it's like (laughs) kind of it's almost I don't want to call it like a cult following but kind of Mm -hmm. almost on that level where like I feel like the majority of people who saw it enjoyed it on some level Um, and it's not like one of those like Oscar baby like you know we're doing this to like get the Oscar accolades we're just doing this because we like love making movies and (laughs) this is
1: our shit kind of thing like you know and it's like when you think about it when you think back on the past few years with like Parasite, Nomadland, Coda they're all... Like smaller kind of not Oscar baity movies, and I feel like they're making an effort to kind of move towards awarding those types of movies more. Mm -hmm. Yup, excited. And we also, uh, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, Whitting, we got the moment of her kissing Michelle Yeoh on the lips. We love to see it. I was like, "Okay, girl." Like she was like,
0: "I'm going in, and I am not stopping."
1: She was like, "I might never get this chance again." Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, it was funny. What else? Like, I didn't really take any other notes besides. I mean, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, was a another kind of surprise. But I'm just saying, like that category this year is so I still like, don't crazy think to me. He's getting the Oscar. But, I know, but I mean you, you never know. You, you really never know. Yeah. And Colin Farrell still has I don't know. I feel like he still has just as good of a chance <laughs> as stressed. Brendan Fraser does. I'm I know.
0: What the heck are we gonna do? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I think in my heart, I want it to go to my boy Austin Butler, but Um, but then you think about I wouldn't be mad if Brendan won. Like, obviously, he's like a beloved figure, and I think everybody that like interacts with him like loves him personally. So I think he's just somebody that everybody roots for. I just I don't know. I I wish there was a different movie behind.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would be happy with any of those three. It's just like I hope. It's Austin, but then you think about like he's so young, and like they're probably like, Oh, well, he'll get a chance in the future, and they always do that, and it's always the wrong move. Um, yeah, but Rami Malek but, got it, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's with like, I feel like with a first time nominee, it's just like there's the inclination to be like, Oh, we'll let them have it again in the future,
0: right? But this is um,
1: Brendan's first nomination, I'm pretty sure, yeah, right? that's true. But he's just been, I guess, what else did you pick up on? throughout the evening um, i mean we talked about ki hui kwan and how i hope he wins should I we talk Kila. about um the white lotus winning yeah
0: white lotus won best ensemble a tv drama um, yeah and then uh jennifer coolidge won best actress deservedly so <laughs> Um, and then like there was a bunch of they all went up on stage and there was like a bunch of like it was like kind of awkward like it seemed like they were all shuffling up there and no one really wanted to like take the microphone and like yeah. anything which I get I wouldn't want to either but yeah. it everyone like, was
1: like pushing F. Murray Abraham and he was like refusing kind of yeah. and then he was like finally like okay it
0: seemed like nobody wanted to like do the speech and they didn't really have a plan going up there and there was like a lot of them it's a big ensemble there was like 30 people up there yeah. so And then in the back you could kind of see Aubrey Plaza kind of getting pushed around a little bit. And then there was, and we can post the video, but you can see John Grease, who played um Jennifer Coolidge's husband in the show. He like said something to her and she like grabbed her dress as if like she thought she was having a wardrobe malfunction. And um then she like looked kind of like pissed, but yeah, there was this whole like debate online about like what happened there. Um, Yeah. I think they they came out and like resolved it this morning but it was just kind of oh, awkward yeah he came that. out and said like he just was like telling her to watch out for like a wardrobe malfunction and she was just like oh okay but like he texted her this morning and said like were you like upset at me and she was like no not at all like it's fine oh, okay. <laughs> and so like yeah I, think... I mean
1: that's still kind of like why are you paying attention to my <laughs> like wardrobe <laughs> at all
0: yeah
1: but... <laughs> yeah i just don't think <laughs> um... he
0: understood that, that that's how it was supposed to be like with your yeah. like boots. showing yeah like but also yeah don't say that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like especially the way that people are like editing their tiktoks and stuff about it it like makes it look very nefarious yeah <laughs> and it looks like she's like very uncomfy but obviously we don't know the s- true facts of the situation yeah so. so it was just
0: like an awkward moment
1: and then there was like
0: another awkward moment i saw where like zendaya and um what's his name Paul Mescal we're going mm-hmm. up to like present or something and like he like reached out to grab her hand and she kind of like waved it off Ooh, or like I tried to give him the elbow to like link arms and then he didn't notice it and they were, and he was just like I don't know what to do with my hands
1: yeah I didn't notice that but once. people
0: were like she would never hold his hand because she's too um, faithful to Tom his, she's so Tom Holland <laughs>
1: um,
0: but I'm like I don't think it was that deep
1: yeah I don't <laughs> think that I don't think they're flirting I think he was literally
0: Trying to like escort her up the stairs, like right. Austin Butler was like, doing with everybody that went up the stairs, like he was yeah. sitting right next to the stage.
1: Um, king, Kingship. king shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
0: <laughs> It was it was an enjoyable watching experience. I really yeah. liked it, and it's making me excited for the Oscars. But then I'm also like, I don't want award season to be over because there's it just gives us so much to talk about.
1: I know, but I know I always miss it when it's like all over. Things must come to an end. <laughs> there's always going to be something to talk about, though. Yeah. When it comes to popular culture. Pop- culture. Anyways,
0: um, okay, we have a lot to catch up on on The Bachelor because we didn't talk about it for two. Two weeks so let's get into that okay okay so do you want me to take it yeah if you could like give okay. me a recap because I like can't remember
1: okay so last week this is the one you watched with mom Uh um, yeah last oh week was okay that the COVID episode ep. was
0: almost unwatchable <laughs> see
1: I kind of liked it yeah. I don't and I've heard like people say both sides like people absolutely despised it I've heard like one other person be like I kind of liked it well um, it t- obviously like the the virtual dates are like not or like the virtual cocktail party and rose ceremony was like not ideal but that's what bothered me I was like I don't want to watch
0: an hour of them talking to each other on an iPad like I was just like oh my god and then like but it
1: was almost like they were they were like really they were like you have to do it like you have to send someone home this week and like you have to do the I rose mean, it makes ro- sense. ceremony as a plan. budgets and
0: timelines. And...
1: Yeah. But oh, if you
0: don't watch, what happened was, like, Zach got COVID and they were in London and he had to quarantine in his hotel room, which also didn't make any sense because Gabby was with him the night before, but she didn't yeah, have to I don't quarantine. know how she didn't
1: get sick. Yeah,
0: and then, like, they tested everybody and the only other person that got sick was Greer, but she didn't even see him. Like, it didn't make any sense.
1: It's because he was so cold to <laughs> her on the ipad she got sick (laughs) from it (laughs) totally (laughs) totally um okay so let's start from the beginning though because um gabby and zach had a date Mm -hmm. which honestly their date okay there's one thing about these dates that kind of like makes me uncomfy and it's when they have to like parade around in front of the man like in dresses Yeah, where he and he's just like and that's always and, like, everyone's you know? like that's
0: my dream date yeah. and I'm like yeah no I mean I would like to get this stuff but I yeah, wouldn't want to do like a fashion
1: show for Zach like exactly that's like the only part and aside from that that date was honestly like probably the best date I've ever seen they got to make a fragrance together mm-hmm. she got to get like thousands of dollars in clothes and Shoes and like watches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to um, she got to like get dressed up and like go to a castle <laughs> or something, yeah. like whatever they did at nighttime. Yeah, they like had it was UB a whole 40. day. It was like
0: the morning <laughs> yeah. till, and then she came back and got ready, and then they went back out and went to dinner. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was like kind of like wait, crazy is UB40 like, a famous band? Red Red Wine oh i didn't know that and it's crazy and i know that they they talked about this on um will you accept this rose but they looked so young and like the the bread red red wine came out in like the early 80s yeah
0: (laughs) they recorded it when they were three
1: i'm like how do y'all look so good
0: It's really
1: funny. Um, I mean, they didn't look like children or anything, but they didn't look like, you know, a band that had a hit single in the 80s, you know, I didn't but know that song was from the was 80s. Funny. If I
0: had to guess, I would have guessed 90s um,
1: this shows I how much I know. music. <laughs> honestly one of the better bands they've ever had like no i remember famous. when they had the
0: cranberries before yeah, the, the lead singer died i was like yeah. that was a get that, that was a was, get that was a get that was good
1: yeah they sang like linger yeah um yeah that was the probably the best they've ever had but ub40 is up there <laughs> them. um and yeah they have that like kind of famous rendition of uh, can't help falling in love. But yeah, I thought that that date was like, honestly, if I was gonna get a date, I'd want it to be that one too. Mm-hmm. And the way that Greer was like, this is my personality to a T. I'm like, yeah, it's literally everybody. everybody's personality like, if to there was a T date. That would be for me. It would be the best
0: one. And then you're like, yeah, everybody <laughs> yeah. wants that one.
1: Everyone <laughs> agrees with you, <laughs> but for themselves. But I did think that like creating a scent together would be even yeah, just doing that cute. would be fun. Except if yeah. it doesn't work out, then you could never wear that scent. <laughs> yeah. Or if it, like, doesn't smell good. But she was like, I could wear this on our wedding day. And I was like, mm, girly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> comment <Calm it> down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this could be the scent in our home. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Za- <laughs> the scent is called Zabby. Such a um, good name. <laughs> but then, like, when she got home, like, midday and Greer was, like, freaking out and then she had to, like... Like she, they were like in the hallway and she was like, you're in front of my room. With you all know, the bags. producers <laughs>
0: made her sit right there.
1: Yeah. Like, no, all her bags like hanging. It's better lighting. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Um, um, and then so after that was the group date where uh, Zach had to not be there. Yeah, Zach had COVID and, and all they, the girls had
0: to go out and just like explore. Freaked. They I know. Out. That was so annoying too, where I was like, guys, there's nothing he can do. Like if you could be there, he would be. But they were like, it's just not a single so one of them
1: i was just like oh my gosh like you're not gonna... a single one of them gave one shit about if he was okay or
0: not No, i was like oh my gosh
1: yeah i was like you're getting a free trip to explore london like how bad could they it were be? sitting on like
0: the tour bus like miserable i was like oh, i would be happy i wasn't in the hotel like
1: yeah i would be happy honestly if they really period. wanted to drive
0: them crazy they would have been like the date is canceled you're staying in the hotel and that would have been dramatic but they probably just wouldn't have enough content besides everyone crying and like
1: freaking yeah I feel like being on a bus in like rainy London and then like going into a pub and just like drinking beer all day sounds amazing to yeah. me <laughs> I think by the end
0: of it they like got in the groove but I was just so annoyed because I was like
1: yeah it's
0: life like get over it like get over it like nobody and nobody also event. has like more advantage than another person at this point because like everybody's missing time with him it's not like he's quarantining with one person that like is gonna mm-hmm. get all this extra special time like nobody is getting the time
1: (laughs) so just chill out yeah (laughs) Uh, I know they were all just really freaking out Mm -hmm. um but did you notice the like the footage of him in his room that was clearly like filmed either at a later date or something no but I read about that somebody had pointed that out and I didn't notice it it was it was like it was good footage, so it was, like, clearly, like, someone with a camera is in his room, and he was just, like, in bed, like, reading a book, like, blowing his nose. Well, <laughs> I, I did like, notice they has- were
0: filming, but that that was before they said he had COVID. They just said he was sick. No, thick. it was...
1: It was after, yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah. It was like, he's, he's, uh, like under the weather or whatever, (laughs) but I just thought that was funny. Um, let's see. Oh, so there's that part where Katie brought him like the care package and they talked through the door to each other. That was a plus gameplay right there. Yeah. And that made me, cause like they got a whole montage during that period of them talking. I mean, she's
0: been my like front runner from the first episode. Um, But I mean, I was like, yeah, y'all could be like crying or you could like Do what she did and like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like I was like, that's what I would have tried to do if I was in that situation. It definitely
1: made them seem like they have more of a connection than he has with anyone else. But not for the thing is
0: it's. I don't get that vibe from him or anything he does. It's like production, like putting that like out there. Because honestly, I can't tell who he likes. (laughs) I know he like likes people, but I don't. I don't feel like there's like a hierarchy of like oh he really likes her he really likes her i feel like they're all like yeah yeah i like her like it's just i don't don't know i'm not loving especially the way he
1: was like i mean we'll get to jess but the way he was like saying like i was so confident about us i was like were you (laughs) because there's literally no indication of that prior yeah that was Um, messed up
0: that's where i think maybe he lost me
1: a little bit. Yeah, uh we'll get to it. But I think the only other thing that is of note from that from last week's episode was um, the the iPad conversations mm-hmm. and the way that he acted towards Greer was like <laughs> <Yeah>. very
0: weird. <laughs> so she came in and she was like yeah um, I understand how you feel because I had COVID like the week before like I'm in sales and I had COVID like the week before our quarter was, was ending and I needed to hit my sales goals and I just felt like really stuck like I couldn't do anything and like he was just basi- trying
1: to relate. Yeah to basically him. just
0: being like I know how you feel like it wasn't anything else and he was like this is not the same scenario at all and i was like dang
1: he like showed a bit of us Gary, <laughs> he's
0: like your sales <laughs> goals. I'm trying to find my wife, and I was like,
1: and she even said, like after he said that, she was like, oh no, like I'm not trying to like equate the two things. Yeah, but... I'm just trying to. And he was like, no, you. yeah, it's just not the same. Like it's not. And I was like, okay, wow. And I don't even really like Greer, but I was like, why are you treating her
0: like this? I know it was very harsh. I was just like, oh. and
1: honestly, like if her job was at risk in that time in her life, then you know it is serious yeah yeah like <laughs> <And> it- <laughs> that's her livelihood this yeah. is a game show but just because it's not like finding a wife or whatever doesn't mean it's not as serious as that yeah um, that was
0: clownish behavior in my opinion
1: yeah i was just kind of like what is happening are you okay my guy and obviously he was not because he had COVID. <laughs> Maybe the COVID was clouding his empathy. He's like, I'm going to go in on Greer today. I don't have time for this. And then she got COVID.
0: She got it through the iPad.
1: Just, I was still just astounded that. Gabby did not get sick. Yeah, she must have um, She's white boosted. blood cells <laughs> Boosted to the nines. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so anyways, he had to cut two people via a Zoom screen. And they didn't that even have painful. Jesse Palmer there to hand out the roses. It was like yeah, the roses were on a table. Shit. And they had to walk <laughs> up to the screen and be like, thank you, Zach. It was so funny. <laughs>
1: It's just, like, giant head up on the big screen. It was like they were talking to the Wizard of Oz or something. Like, it was just funny. And they made him wear a suit, too. Yeah. Which is awesome. That's funny.
0: Yeah, so that, um, I mean, that episode, like, like you said, I enjoyed the first half. But then, like, after it was, like, quarantine central, I was just like, okay, I can't watch them, like, cry anymore about how he has covid yeah. And I can't watch anymore more, like, iPad conversations where everyone's, like... Oh, I can't see myself. And he's like judging them for it. Like
1: Yeah, literally. (laughs) I think it was just the the fact that we got a little something different carried me through. (laughs) Yeah. Because they've never done that before. So And then Um, last week,
0: Zach broke out of quarantine. Or this week. This week. This week. week, Yeah. yeah.
1: He broke out.
0: Broke (laughs) out like Miley Cyrus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah. except it, it didn't it start with him talking to jesse yeah and, and he jesse was like, was like greer is yeah sick. And he was, was like oh <laughs> yeah
0: that was so weird too like he was like jesse palmer was like bad news greer has tested positive so she has to quarantine and he was like well tell her i hope she feels better i'm like can you not like call her or like, can you not <laughs> like, tell her yourself yeah i was yeah. just like you're like that was so weird to me i was just like
1: yeah that was the thing is like what in the last episode I was just like why did you treat her like that just to turn around and give her a rose I think it's It's like I'm not getting the vibe that you like her at all I'm
0: thinking once she gets out of quarantine she's probably going home like but then why did he also give her the first impression see this is why I don't like Zach Mm -hmm. like he's just (laughs) not making any sense um but yeah he's not giving the vibes that he like really cares for her at all. Um, yeah but yeah and then he took uh, charity out on their makeup date who i love she's a queen and we need to protect her
1: from Zach. yeah i i really like her too and i thought their date was cute um i would not want to be picked up and like carried around in our foot race yeah but... i was i was joking with <laughs>
0: neek and i was like if that was us you would like take one step and like crumble to the
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> same <laughs> like, they like, had to do this like try. oh they were in
0: a they're in estonia and they had to do this like um traditional estonian wife carrying competition is what he called it <laughs> which
1: is very and basically the culture.
0: they had like the women like over their shoulders like they're holding their legs in the front and their your body goes like down the guy's back and your face is like in his ass <laughs> and they hold him like that and then you run through an obstacle course and I was just like absolutely not
1: yeah I will watch I will not be taking part I will not be partaking and then they showed Jesse in the audience and then I was also like he was like jumping hurdles and I was like what if he fell it's gonna be a no like they were obviously like we have to give this to the tiniest person there he
0: had a helmet on but I was also like I feel like you could get very injured doing this like now that I'm like injured girl like i'm scared of every single thing <laughs> i'm like oh I, you i'm not trying to break, break my neck your wrist yeah do not. Oh. even
1: with a helmet you can like break your neck
0: so they went and they kind of explored the city they were in estonia i don't remember what city though um but it looked uh, cool it looked like disney little european disney town
1: yeah it was like Tennel, Tennel or something Tallinn. Helen. So they went around, um, but she's just sweet. I like her. She is sweet. And she talked about her previous relationship of being like emotionally abused and cheated on and stuff like Unacceptable. that. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Not for charity.
0: Not on my watch. <laughs>
1: If I um. find her ex-boyfriend, it's on site. <laughs> you better watch out. But yeah, I really like her. I think he really likes her. I think she's a good
0: bachelorette
1: contender. Mm-hmm. Possibility. I also think that, I also really liked, not to jump ahead, but I really liked Ariel too. hmm She's a dark horse. Yeah, I can't remember if it's Ariel or Ariel, but he said Ariel. But I thought she was really funny. So yeah, he but gave. We yeah, he her. gave
0: the rose to Charity, and then that was that. And then they went yep. on a group date, and Jess was crying because she didn't get the one on one. She's like the last <laughs> one to not get a one on one, except Besides for Greer, Greer, who was in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just so having a mental break. She's so young and so fragile. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I kinda I mean, I understood where she was coming from. I would feel no, some type of way if like that were me too. But if you think about I it was, numbers wise, logistic wise, somebody has to be last. Yeah. Um but you kind no, of I was get thinking in your head. that too.
1: She was young, she's very young, but when it came down to it, like when they had their confrontation about it, I was like, good for her for like standing her ground yeah. because she's totally right. Yeah. Yeah, So what happened was
0: they like went on the date and she was like all in her head about not having gotten a one-on-one and being picked last. And um, they went and saw an Estonian witch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They always do stuff like that. It was a
0: literal queen. (laughs) She was like doing, I don't even know. I don't know if I was paying the best attention during the witch part, but like. I wasn't either. She, like they were doing something where like you light a candle and like stare through the flame. And of course they did everybody's and like once Jess got up there to do it like her flame got blown out by the wind <laughs>
1: The producer was like, <laughs> Yeah, they were
0: like, hurry, gust of wind right now. <laughs> and like it was just very dramatic. And then they went to the cocktail hour. And she was like, I was having a panic attack earlier, but now I'm fine. And I was like, Mood. Um, Same. <laughs> and then she went into like their like one-on-one discussion. And she was just basically being honest with him, which is what yeah. he asked
1: for. Which is what he asked for. And then he comes back and is like, I'm always gonna be honest. So with she was you, just
0: basically just like, like I'm not gonna lie. I've been feeling like a little unconfident about myself because, like, I haven't gotten a one-on-one yet, and like, I just feel like that's where you really get to like dive deeper into your relationship and kind of get to know each other on a deeper level. And I feel like I haven't had that chance yet, so I'm falling behind. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, the one-on-ones don't matter. Yeah. He's like, why is he's it like, about you keep the one- bringing
1: <gasps> up a one-on-one? Like, I'm saying I'm confident, and you keep saying one-on-one, and I'm like, it's literally like she's just making the point that like that. That's like one-on-ones are the opportunity to really get to know each other. Yes. And if you don't have that, then literally there's no way you're going to get engaged. Yeah. So yeah. I think like, like she, her concerns she was just were valid. That. And yeah. like he was basically
0: dismissing them. And then yeah. like basically he was like, one, it's like once anybody like gives him a little bit of pushback or like expresses any kind of like anything other than I'm doing a hundred percent great yeah. he like a, a switch flips in his head and he's like, you're out basically yeah like and it's a little scary. It,
1: At the beginning of the season, I think I mistook that for decisiveness, and now I'm just like it's kind of like running away from. It shows his insecurity
0: because he's not able to like literally like process a fact that somebody's like having human emotions. Yeah, (laughs) and like he's like, I don't want to deal with this, like. I'm gonna like give up, basically,
1: which yep, is not
0: basically not great. Um Not, not great. very <laughs> characteristic for if you want to be doesn't married. show
1: a lot of maturity. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was being super dismissive and like condescending, and um I hated the part where he was. She was just like, it was like kind of in the midst of the big part of their argument, and she was just like, I'm just confused. Like I don't know wh- where your head is at, and he was just like, mm, Yeah,
0: I'm good like gave like a frowny
1: face and I was like so what like if that was me I'd be like are you gonna say anything like like what is yeah happening? honestly she dodged a bullet and um yeah
0: yeah but I liked when she was like I said from the beginning I'm not gonna like beg for somebody's like affection or like for someone right. to fight for me like if you don't care if I'm here or not then I'm leaving basically and I was like good for you yeah. like you shouldn't like have to beg for somebody to pay attention to you so
1: yeah and I mean like realistically if you are getting the last one-on-one it's kind of like him. right if he was if exci- he won- I to about the you, you then like yeah maybe
0: but maybe also some people might be like save the best for last i don't know
1: maybe i guess but I, but I guess at that point you really that. are risking
0: like like putting them, them through the ring yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: for
0: real <laughs> so
1: yeah so i think that she was totally like valid in her feelings but it was just like not it was clearly just not a match right i'm glad she like decided to leave rather than like trying to stay Same. through the rose ceremony um and then he goes into with with the other woman is like, I sent her home, and I'm like, bitch, she left. Yeah, <laughs> she chose. And he to was leave. so <laughs> broken
0: up about it. I was like, you didn't like do anything to try to convince her to stay. So like, why are yeah. you so
1: shocked?
0: Like, I don't know. Exactly.
1: Like, he um, literally didn't do anything after he found out that yeah. she was like not on the same page. He just like completely shut down. Yeah, yeah, it was so annoying. But uh, we forgot a really good part where um before
0: Charity's date, Cat like
1: stole him
0: so he usually when they come in in the morning and like are taking someone on a date nobody tries to like can I steal you for a second because like Mm -hmm. that day is about the person that's going on the date right so it they'd been in he'd been in quarantine and they were like I haven't seen him and, like, <laughs> like just literally, like, drooling. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> frothing at frothing the frothing mouth. Frothing at the mouth. And, like, <laughs> so he came in to, like, take Charity on her date. And Kat was like, can I talk to you for a second in the hallway? And, like, all the girls were like, oh, no, she didn't. And so, basically, they, like, like had a little chat. It wasn't anything, like mind-blowing and they kissed and like he came back and they were like i can see lip gloss on his lips yeah and like they were horrible pissed. horrible choice yeah the decision-making meter was like not really there <laughs> but um yeah so basically yeah they're like Brooklyn mainly confronted her, who I love. Love Brooklyn. Yeah, And she was like, you took a moment that was supposed to be charities and you made it about you. And now she's going into her date with that on the top of her mind. And like, none of us should have be going into our one on ones thinking about somebody else. We should be thinking about like our connection with Zach, which is 100% accurate. And like... I just loved how she like stood up for her and yeah and like how was like that, I feel like, like you're attacking me and I'm like you're the one that, did something that, yeah, the one that did something that you knew would be controversial And you're getting upset because they're calling you out.
1: Yeah. We need to, they need to stop throwing around the word attacking or aggressive Mm -hmm. as loosely as they do because it's like, shit, like you're you're like, I'm not being aggressive.
0: I'm just telling you what you did was fucked up. Like, (laughs) yeah. So, but that was like a she, whole like through line through the whole episode was just like Brooklyn being like righteously angry. Yeah. And like
1: yeah, Cap put that target on her own back. So Yeah. I mean I mean come you're going to have to pay the price, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to pay the price. But yeah,
0: that was that was some good drama. And then um she said I just feel like I just feel like something What did she say? I feel like I'm being like the spot or like i feel like i have the bad spotlight on me now or something and brooklyn was like well the shoe fits lace it up bitch and i was like yeah <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> how'd you come up with that so fast
1: <laughs> i loved it
0: so much i was like i feel like brooklyn would be good on like other reality shows too like real housewives yeah, or like the really traitors good. or something um, yeah
1: she could be a fun bachelorette too yeah um but yeah i love her and cat it, it I just think that like it was just a bad move when she was, and she was trying to justify it being like, I haven't seen him in so long cause he had COVID and everyone's like, same yeah like you're all like like I said you're all in the same boat boat.
0: (laughs) and I just don't like it like I know you have to kind of fight to be like noticed but I don't like it when people act like they're entitled to more than somebody else because you're like yeah we're still in a situation where there's like seven eight people left like it's not just you like exactly somebody's gonna be mad about it yeah so you Probably have to everybody. yeah you have to because if the if the conversation becomes about you being like a nuisance and that within the, that group then that obviously will get back to the lead too and that and we know zach doesn't deal with anything yeah, other we, than we know that doesn't go over so, well so yeah you just have to be a little more strategic than that i feel like right but anyways Indeed. so Jess goes home um, And then he doesn't give out the group date rose because he's so shook.
1: I know. I was like, "What's the point of not giving it out unless it was like you were so sure you were going to give it to Jess?" Yeah, and so, then I don't know. He takes Ariel out on their one-on-one, and they go to this um,
0: Estonian like spa where they've done these before, where you like slap each other with like branches. Yeah, and I just yeah. like love that. I like want to go so bad so
1: I can slap Nick with some branches. <laughs> And then there I was- want to go so I can't be slapped by branches. <laughs> Slap me. Slap me.
0: Slap me with the healing herbs. Um, and then this like nude couple comes in and it's just like there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Zach was, like, hella body-shaming that. What did he say? I didn't hear that. He was just, like, he was, like, I was just trying to avoid looking at the Or, like, he was just, like, saying he was traumatized by seeing them and stuff. I was, like, I don't even want to
0: know what my husband would say if that happened. Like, I feel like he would be, like, not able to, like, be cool about it. I just, oh
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd Be like, would just be like, don't chill. say anything. It's chill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that happened. And they really, like, it seemed like he was, like, very excited about her. Like, I think she Mm has, like, a spark about her. Like, she's probably, like, a really funny person, a really witty person. Like, somebody that's, like, just Mm -hmm. fun to be around. And he's not used to that
1: yeah like I think she's just like
0: somebody that's probably like highly intelligent and like has a lot of opinions and things to say and he's probably just like whoa like mind blown like
1: (laughs) whoa smart human being yeah I liked her a lot I thought she was funny and I like how she talked about how she like covers up her vulnerability with like humor and I was like same same girl (laughs) Um, so like yeah, she's one to watch she... now.
0: Like I wasn't, I didn't have her on my radar. Like I liked yeah. her, but I didn't think she would get far. And now he's like, he was like very excited about her on that date. So
1: I know. I hope that something happens down the line where she realizes that she can do better, though. <laughs> I mean, totally. <laughs> I
0: don't want them to like end up together. But I mean, I could see it being a situation where like she wins and they break up for sure because he's so excited. Or about she's her. bachelorette. Yeah, she
1: could be bachelorette yeah and then um, rose
0: ceremony he sends home
1: Allie, Allie I really liked Allie I did too
0: but I kind of knew we she was ta- going home
1: yeah we haven't talked about her but I really liked her um I guess Greer wasn't eligible to go home because she was in quarantine I guess <laughs> <laughs> what if they just like threw like sh- shoved a note under her door like pack your t- bags world. bitch <laughs> you shouldn't have gotten sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> Covid nineteen yeah. will bite you in the ass. Every I liked time. Allie, but
0: I didn't see them ending up together. To be honest,
1: yeah. Um, I wish I had gotten to see more of her, though. Mm-hmm. I noted down that Zach always says, "I want to make a cheers <laughs> instead of make a toast." No. <laughs> like that's not it. that's not the that. phrase. <laughs> so uh, he's like, "So I just want to make a cheers." <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so that's The Bachelor. Um, yeah, they're going to Budapest next week, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're bouncing around. Budapest. All right. Um, let's get into watching up Oscar's edition, week two. Yeah. This is a good week.
1: It was good. I really liked. So,
0: my movie. Yeah, just to <laughs> recap, what we've been doing is we've been assigning each other Oscar nominated films based on categories that we have chosen each week leading up to the Oscars. Um, and last week, I wanted Rachel to assign me a film from the category of Best Actress. And she gave me Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, um, which I, once I started playing the movie, I did remember I have seen it before. But I really was—I really was not paying attention the first time. I think because there was so much that I didn't notice. Remember? Yeah, and it was—it's yeah. just—it's a film from 2018. It stars Olivia Colman, um, Emma Stone, and Rachel Weiss. They're like three main people, and then there's Nicholas Holt, Joe Alwyn, and like that's pretty much the main cast. But um, mm-hmm. it was so funny. <laughs>
1: it's so funny I love I haven't seen it since it came out yeah so my memory is a bit foggy on it but I did go back and look and it was my number one from that year
0: yeah Um, it's a period piece about this like eccentric queen queen Anne. I don't even know if it's based on a real queen is it It okay yeah um and she is just kind of like crazy and like she's depressed, but she's like like really emotional. And like she has this like sidekick, uh, Rachel Weiss, who's kind of like her right hand man and like almost like what do they call it? A puppet president master. or puppet master. Like she makes basically the decisions <laughs> instead of the yeah. queen because mm-hmm. she trusts her so much and she has her health and the queen like
1: really doesn't. And um the queen is literally like falling apart <laughs>
0: like, like at the scene. Yeah. Yeah, like she is like me right now. Like I related to her so hard. <laughs> Deteriorating. She like has gout in her foot, and she's just like literally crying. Mm-hmm. And in her she bed. has her
1: bunnies. Yeah,
0: she has her bunnies, and like you find out later in the movie that like all the rabbits she has are like representative of children she's lost, which is like heartbreaking. Aww. And yeah. she, I think she had like 12 or like 17 or like, like a crazy amount of bunch. Yeah. Um, and then Emma Stone comes in and she's like a distant cousin of Rachel Weiss, who like just needs a job basically and needs like some place to hang her hat and like is really poor and just like looking for like a break, I guess. And um, so she puts her to work and then very soon, like she kind of falls in favor with the queen as well and so it becomes this like competition about who's like her best friend or like and they both are actually like lovers with her as well (laughs) so it's just like it's really funny it's kind of like a whack ball like period piece which isn't something you see every day. Yeah. And
1: love triangle. Yeah. It's like, like everything. Yeah.
0: And so yeah, I really enjoyed it. And Olivia Coleman was great. I think all of the lead yeah. at the lead performances were really, really,
1: really strong. Like Yeah. It's unfortunate that there's three of them because whoever the two that end up like in the supporting category will like split the mm-hmm. votes or whatever. Especially in a film like that when they really are kind of like on even playing field. Mm-hmm. So um but yeah I just remember loving Olivia Coleman's performance and um, then when she won, I was just like so happy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um it's a Yorgos Lanthimos movie who I kind of mm-hmm. looked him up. And I don't think I've seen any of his other
1: films. Um he works a lot with Olivia Coleman and Colin Farrell. I think The Greek. Lobster is the only other one I've seen. I haven't seen The Lobster, but um I
0: loved his like camera work on this movie. It was there was a lot of like yeah. fish eye lenses and like yeah. really like kind of cockeyed, like you're like looking. Dutch at, yeah, Dutch angles. Yeah. You're looking at people like like looking up at them instead of kind of like straight on a lot, and mm-hmm. it was just really interesting. Um, I enjoyed it. I gave it four stars
1: and a heart. I always forget that Joe Allen is in that. You know, Taylor Swift. I think that the standout or like the standout like side character is definitely Nicholas yeah he has more to do in my memory yeah yeah and he's just so good and I really want to see him in more stuff well I haven't seen the menu I was gonna say you need to watch watch the menu he was he was so good in that um he's just a really good actor yeah he is yeah I was kind of I was
0: like so confused because for some reason in my mind I thought Taylor Swift had dated Nicholas Holt as well and now she's dating Joe Alwyn so I like went back and I was like trying to google it and I was like I guess they didn't date but jennifer lawrence yeah him. that's what i i figured out yeah, that's what i that was thinking of but i was like wait are two of taylor swift's boyfriends in this movie
1: <laughs> i mean literally there's so many of them yeah. they have to be at the same yeah. movie at some point but no yeah. i really
0: liked it and it's one i'll probably revisit again someday yeah
1: i want to i want to revisit it too i just didn't have time did you watch her acceptance speech Mm-mm. i went back and re-watched yeah, I, need to re-watch it that. I, I was trying to refresh it it was it was so just fun like she's i think i I mean i
0: remember like laughing a lot i remember watching it and like laughing a lot when she gave her acceptance speech
1: yeah yeah. she did not you can tell like she did not expect to win. win so good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good pick. Even though you had seen it. My letterboxed <laughs> review was
0: I wish everybody could watch this with my husband because the commentary is A And then I said oh, yeah. before he inevitably fell asleep halfway through <laughs> because he literally will <laughs> oh, fall no. asleep in any movie we could be watching, like the greatest movie ever made, and he will fall asleep. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like the quality has nothing to do with his sleepiness. It's just like yeah. he he can't make it through a movie. So and it, we weren't yeah. even watching watching it at night. We were watching it at like two on a Saturday and I was like (laughs) (laughs) midday. Uh, <laughs> but he was yeah, like having really, fun with it because he like left to get lunch and I was watching it. And he was like, can you pause it till I get back? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I like this movie. So he liked yeah. it.
1: It's fun. Yeah. It's really fun. I like, I'm not so, uh, typically like historically, I don't really connect with like powdered wig, like period pieces like that. But I really like this new age of like modernizing those. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I guess, love. Like, they did it with Marie Antoinette. I was going to say one and, of my like,
0: favorite movies, Marie Antoinette by Sophia Coco. yeah yeah, so i kind it kind of had like similar like the the sets and like the camera work was not the same at all but it had a similar like funny angle yeah, like kind I of like, like a ridiculousness like of how ridiculous all of that actually yeah. was like if you yeah. if you were to go back in time and like with what we know now and just like watch how these people lived you're like this is ridiculous like
1: you know like and i like that they kind of have a little bit of teeth yeah. to them like they're kind of like edgy yeah. um so that, that kind of aspect of it connects with me. So mm-hmm. um, I hope we get more of those mm-hmm. in the future. And I'm excited. I think Yorgos Lanthimos has a movie coming out this year or next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what he's we up to as We will be seated. Well. we'll be seated. You already know. You already know we're seated. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my category that I chose last week was Best Original Song. And you gave me the movie Once from 2007, mm-hmm. um, and it was funny. So it's directed by John Carney, and it was funny because when I was reading the, um just the description, and I, I honestly didn't really know much about this movie at all, and um, I found out that it takes place in Ireland, and I was like, immediately when I heard like musicians creating music in Ireland, I thought of this movie Sing Street, mm-hmm. it's so good, and then I looked at his filmography, and I was like, oh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> he directed. Did this yeah. as well. <laughs> (laughs) Um, And so um, that made me even more excited to watch it because I love Sing Street so much. And I I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really like well-made. It's one of those movies that you can tell has a small budget, but in the best way, like they really made the most of like what they had, Mm -hmm. I feel like. So it was definitely kind of like a, there was like a shaky camera, like documentary-esque feel Mm -hmm. to it. Like it felt like there was just somebody filming these two people like interacting in the real world kind of yeah I was gonna rewatch it but um, I didn't get around to it yeah so it's it basically it takes place in Ireland it's about this like a uh, guy who works in a vacuum repair shop who um also is a street performer and is like a singer songwriter mm-hmm. and so he uh you can tell he's kind of just like scraping by like really just trying to do the best he can with uh the money he makes from those two jobs mm-hmm. um and he's very passionate about his music and all of that kind of stuff and then one night uh, a woman comes and sees him performing on the street and they make a connection and then and I think it's love. like the next they they fall in love I think it's like the next day she's like or that night she's like I'll bring my vacuum for you to fix and like the next day she brings it <laughs> to his like street performing location and he's like There's well like, I can't do here. anything with this right now <laughs> Um, but then she takes him to this music store where she like plays piano sometimes, and we get the falling slowly moment, mm-hmm. which like is literally like was m- much more powerful than I thought it was mm-hmm. gonna be like I like teared up while they were singing, um, and I didn't realize that was like the only time that they sang the song in the movie,, yeah. but it's such a good song, like it's so good. I know. It really was and like just,
0: like the shallows of like that year. Yeah, like it was like a yeah. big like phenomenon I remember. It was,
1: yeah. And I don't think I've listened to it really in recent years. Yeah. Like I was super into it back then, but I haven't listened to it in a while. And so the emotion took over me. <laughs> But what I didn't realize is that there's, like, so many other great songs in this movie. Yeah, I think I had, um, like, the
0: soundtrack, like, I had burned the soundtrack as, like, a CD. Because <laughs> back yeah. then, I, you had CDs. Um, I mean,
1: there's enough songs to make a full album, yeah. and they're all really good. Yeah. The one that she sang while she was, like, walking down the street... She like went to get batteries for her Walkman, and then she was singing it on her way mm-hmm. back. I was like, this is so good. Mm-hmm. That was probably my second favorite song after Falling Slowly. I think it's called If You Want Me. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's just, like I said, one of those low budget films that can kind of easily fly under the radar, but since this had that, like something special Mm -hmm. with the song, it kind of got some recognition. And so I went back and watched uh, their Oscar acceptance speech and they were just so excited. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I remember that. They were like lit. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, I thought it was interesting because, so he gave his part of the speech first I should say their names. So the main guy is played by Glenn Hansard and the girl is played by Marquetta Erglova. Mm-hmm. And their characters' names are just guy and girl. That's why <laughs> they don't have names. Um, but yeah, Glenn got up there and said his piece. And then they basically got p- played off before she was able to say anything. Yeah. But then later in the show, Jon Stewart was hosting and they brought her back out to like say her portion of the speech. Aww. And I was like, have they ever done that? That's before, so nice. or like, since. Yeah, I feel and like I it's
0: happened before where like somebody will win that doesn't really or has like said so many speeches or something that they like will give their time to somebody else that didn't get a chance or something.
1: But yeah, um,
0: yeah I've never seen the like host be like, Let- let's get her back up here.
1: Yeah, because it was straight up like he got finished speaking and then she went up to the mic, but they had already turned mm-hmm. it off and like play- started playing the music. And then yeah, it- Jon Stewart was like, they cut her off. Let's bring her back out yeah. so she can... like say her because I mean There are obviously, like, these, like, independent artists who are winning an Oscar. Like, they should get to have their moment, each of them. Mm -hmm. So something else I found interesting is in that that year, that category, three of the five songs nominated were from Enchanted. Oh, wow. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: I mean, I remember liking that movie, but I don't, I can't recall any of the songs.
1: It was like, how does he know? (laughs)
0: Definitely.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad once won. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, same. It was like three enchanted, and then the one from Once, and then one from August. Rush. I mean, if you
0: look at like the history of like the best original song, it's a lot of Disney movies. Like, yeah, a lot. Like usually
1: at least one every year, right? So glad that somebody else got their moment. Yeah, but yeah, I gave it five stars, and then my you review gave it was five. I'm just... oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I gave it three and, was and like, a half. It's your favorite movie ever. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> Dang. I did not give a five I introduced you to it <laughs> <laughs> imagine can you uh, imagine? I gave it three three and a half stars yeah, yeah. and then That's my probably what I review, given it to my review was just like I said no one told me falling slowly is only one of like 17 bangers in this yeah so, that was my favorite, or that was my like surprise discovery. Surprise! All right. All right. You want to give assignments? Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you yours first. Okay, so I chose the categ- the next category I chose was best visual effects yeah and (laughs) I chose this because um, I feel like visual effects aren't usually like a huge draw for me to movies Mm -hmm. like they aren't really like a big selling point for whatever reason like I'm usually drawn more to like the story Mm -hmm. and the performances and like cinematography and things like that Mm -hmm. and also because I feel like a lot of films that do end up getting nominated for visual effects are more in like the sci-fi you know, sci-fi yeah. fantasy realm, and I, I'm just haven't seen a lot of those. So, so. okay, so what this was me? the
0: one category where I like once you said that, I was like, this might actually be the one where I've seen more than you have. Because like, yeah. but then I was looking at the nominees and I was like, well, a lot of the movies nominated are like big event movies of that year, like popcorn, like movie theater events that a lot of right. people see. So I was kind of like, oh, she probably has seen them even though they're not like her most favorite. Favorite thing ever but um there were a lot that i was like oh yeah i love that movie because i mean i just like an event i think but um yeah so i did find one that you haven't seen um so (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna assign you christopher nolan's interstellar oh man
1: Um, we're both getting long ones this time yeah so (laughs) as somebody
0: that is not a christopher nolan fangirl by any means like I, me I'm very like half and half on his movies like there's some I've seen that I love and there's some I've seen that I absolutely hated this is probably my favorite movie of his
1: oh wow okay even more than Dark Knight
0: so it's it's like a toss-up between this and Dark Knight but I think the older I get the more this really like resonated with me
1: um and I actually mm-hmm.
0: kind of want to rewatch it but I say that every week so no promises but um, <laughs> I know <laughs> you can stream it on Paramount Plus um if you wanted to try like a trial or they also i looked up on youtube tv they have it recorded so you can watch it on there but it has commercials so it's like really really long Mm -hmm. like extra extra long
1: (laughs) at least i'll be able to fast forward though right
0: um i don't know if you can on the ones that you don't like specifically record yourself like the ones that Mm -hmm. like just are like kept in like youtube tv library i don't think you can skip the commercials but you can try um it was the 2014 best Visual effects winner. And yeah, it has like, I don't want you to like read too much about it or anything before you watch it because there's like a twist. Okay. Um, okay. And I think a lot of his films dilute themselves with the twist, but I think this one is the most successful. And there will be times where you're like, wait, what? Like, I'm so confused, but like, just like try to look past it and like try to get to the end okay. before you make your decision about whether or not you okay. like it. I would, I would really like. Compare it to like an arrival, like which is another one of my favorite movies, um, mm-hmm. where it just has like some deeper things going on than just like space catastrophe. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm excited. I yeah. think you'll like it. I I love you'll like it. Yeah, <laughs> he's really good. All the performances are really good. Anne
1: Hathaway. All right, what category did you pick? <laughs> best. <screenplay. laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I picked best original <laughs> screenplay because I always end up enjoying like the best original screenplay category because I really like when something I feel like is 100% original, creative, and like you kind of look at something and it's usually a screenplay. Sometimes it's a screenplay by the director. Like it's like a full like thing. So I, Mm -hmm. I just really enjoy when, I mean, there's a lot of stories that have been like rewritten and redone a million times. So I always really enjoy when there's like a good original idea
1: out there. Mm-hmm. so that's why I picked that yeah awesome so I had a hard time choosing there was probably a lot that you. I haven't seen in that category too. yeah there were a few that I I verified with you that you hadn't seen um the one that I actually ended up picking I didn't run by you but I know you haven't seen it but I was trying to decide between one that I knew or I was like pretty confident that would be like up your alley mm-hmm. or one that like I wasn't entirely sure how you would feel about mm-hmm. it and of course I ended up going with the latter <laughs> because I'm really curious okay. to see so I assigned you I'm going to assign you Paul Thomas Anderson's Magnolia. Oh I've been wanting to watch that. Yeah and I thought that this would be a really good choice for you because we've talked about how you haven't had like the best experience with the PTA. I'm not on the PTA
0: train yet because I feel like I haven't seen any of his most known or most like reviled works. I've seen like other things that have come out by him that I don't I didn't really connect with. So I'm kind of like yeah. I don't want to throw away the whole filmmaker cuz he, he is somebody that like <laughs> really like people love his movies and really respect mm-hmm. him. And so I'm like what am I missing? Like what is, what do I yeah. not know about this filmmaker that that people like really connect with?
1: Yeah. So I I think that I'm going to be interested once you do see more of his films to know what you think cuz he's somebody and I looked up his filmography. I've actually seen all of his movies. except for Inherent Vice, which I know is, like, one of the only ones you have I've only seen, seen Inherent Vice and Licorice Pizza. The licorice Pizza. Yeah. So, in my mind, he kind of has, like, two tones. Mm-hmm. And one of the tones, one of his tones is one that I, like, really, really, really connect with. Mm-hmm. And the other one is one that I, like, respect but don't find connection okay. with. And so, ultimately, I do think he is one of, like, I would put him on a list of, like, my one of my favorite. Favorite, like working directors, mm-hmm. just because when he hits, he really hits for me. So, what's your favorite like, movie? Boogie Nights is my favorite, mm-hmm. and I think Magnolia might be my second favorite. Okay, it's either Magnolia or There Will Be Blood. Oh, that's another one I've been wanting to watch. Oh, I thought you'd seen that one for some reason. I, it's
0: on my like um, watch list, it's been on my watch list for like years, but for some reason, like it seems like a movie. I don't know, it just I, I don't know if I'm ever in the mood for like like
1: there will be blood, like <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an undertaking. Yeah. This one is as well. Um, but the reason I ultimately decided to give you this one is because I think that the script has a little bit more to show mm-hmm. off. Like it's one of those where there are like parallel stories that kind of diverge. Mm-hmm. And did he, he together. write the script as well? Okay. Yeah, he wrote it. So, and we get in a year, like the year of Tom Cruise, you get to go back and look at one of his other definitive performances. My favorite little <laughs> man. Just <kidding>. Yes. <laughs> he gives a really good performance. Philip Seymour Hoffman is always amazing in his movies. Yeah. Um, oh, I Julian love Moore. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see okay. what you think. I'm not like, I'm not 100% confident, but I'm curious. Let's see what people... PTA has to offer. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: I'm, I like that yeah. one. It's a good one. What year is it
1: from? 99. Okay. One of the great film years.
0: Okay. I know you had you had mentioned American Beauty, too. That was also 99, wasn't it? Yeah. Did, which one won?
1: Magnolia didn't win. PTA still doesn't have an Oscar. Okay. I don't think. unless he Did he get one for licorice pizza? I don't know. I don't remember. American Beauty won. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but like the Sixth Sense was nominated. Oh, gosh. King John Malkovich. That was... That was a banger year for original seen. screenplays. Mm-hmm. That was the year of The Matrix, dang uh, Fight Club. <laughs> That's not original. <laughs> I know, but it's
0: like that. Yeah, year, the year that, that it came yeah, out. Yeah, that was a crazy year. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm excited. Yes, me too.
1: Can't wait to see what you think. Yeah, everybody,
0: tune in next week. We will uncover our
1: thoughts. About our film assignments and more bullshit. More BS <laughs> yeah. coming at ya in a week. We'll have our Oscars... Predictions extravaganza mm-hmm. next yep. week. Yep. Extravaganza. So make sure to
0: subscribe. <laughs> <Mark your calendars. laughs> Follow us on Instagram at WatchingUpPod. And you can email us if you want. It's watchinguppod at gmail.com. And yeah, we're so glad you guys are here watching up with us. Until next yeah, time. Thank you
1: for listening. Bye. See you mm-hmm. next week.
0: Bye. No, no, that's all I have to say.